the other day? I'm recording, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, and you I are? was laughing so hard because I was like, red <laughs> leather, <laughs> unique New York, unique. Vocal warm-ups. I'm very professional. Uh, you're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is episode 224. This is Joy. This is Claire. We, you know what? I like I how you just pointed the mic at me. Like, here you I, go. Well, you know what I was thinking the other day is um, you were listening to old episodes and you were like, we tried to record the other day and it just wasn't happening because we had audio issues, but you were listening to old episodes yeah. and you're like, why do we even say our names anymore? Yeah. Why do we? Hopefully by now you know who we are, but hey, if you're new, welcome. I'm welcome. Claire. And I'm Go Joy. Go listen to the first couple episodes if you want to know who we are. But yeah, I yeah. was like, why do we introduce ourselves anymore? It's just habit. Yeah. It's just total habit. It's routine and everyone likes routine. Um, so we yeah. just are out in the wild. As you can tell, there's like noise in the background. We were at Central Market in Denver and we just wanted to be, um, I wanted to say something witty and it just wasn't happening. I was like, we just wanted to be out in the, in the wild so people can see us. But um, no, that's nobody, not true. Nobody cares. We just didn't want to drive back to Joy's house yeah, after our photo shoot. That's the reality. We just did a photo shoot and we just uh, brought the Zoom. So we are here at a coffee shop and how did you think the photo shoot went? It's always so fun. Like was, we feel like we get engagement yeah, photos. Yeah. Like everyone, I, I wonder sometimes if people look at us and they're like, are those two women getting their engagement photos done? How sweet. And it's like, I mean, you know. I mean, there are times when we're being asked to like look lovingly. Lovingly. Look away. Look at, yeah. Lean in. Lean look in. To, look towards each other. Right. I'm like not not an engagement shoot yeah it's just a friend's friend engagement yeah it's a friend's engagement so um engagement <laughs> there's a lot of delicious food around here no, and it smells, really it smells good. so good mm, and it smells all like baked the bread. like fun hip speaking of baked bread hipster. this is a great a great segue into my my uh adventures with keto oh do we want to jump right in yeah do it so i've been like you're nervous. gonna get so much hate mail oh my god I've been nervous to even talk about this because, like, the one time we had Dr. Like Anthony on the podcast and we are talking about keto, we had a lot of people who were not thrilled about that information and yeah. specifically thought that we did a poor job representing how dangerous keto is, which I don't think it's... I mean, look, I mean, okay, here's where I get a little annoyed with that, is I'm like, we can sit here and have so many conversations about paleo and macro counting right, nobody freaks out but about you're gonna put your anymore. flag people in the sand about keto. well but people that's the thing people used to freak out about paleo people used to be like there's no reason that you shouldn't have to eat you know you shouldn't eat it's so like keto is just the new like freak out about paleo people used to be like there's why would you not eat grains now people are gluten like you don't need to and like people are there's a lot of people who are still like that but now people like just accept that you don't need gluten but now if you're like well you don't eat carbs well, that's too restrictive. That's like just a burns up all your carbs. I'm like, ugh. Okay, so talk to me. I decided I was going to try keto because I have been talking about how for I've been talking for years about how I feel better when I eat a lot of fat. I don't feel like I need to eat you know a ton of food all throughout the day. Um, with keto, there is an emphasis for some people. They work, they do like intermittent fasting, which um, I kind of do intermittent fasting just because that's my life and I like for, don't really like to eat breakfast. So, anyway, I thought, you know what, this is a really similar way to the way I already feel like my body wants to eat. And I think it would be helpful if I were to actually like be um, more conscious about my choices and like if I, you know, I, my body constantly gives me the feedback that it likes to burn fat over carbs. Like I feel better when I eat a fat, a fattier diet. I don't feel great when I eat carbs, a lot of carbs. Like when you say don't feel great, what does that feel like for you? My energy is just all over the place. Okay. My hunger kind of like, I just have a lot like crazy fluctuations throughout the day in energy and hunger levels, which I don't feel like is, um, it, you know, I, I don't feel that way. I guess I should say the only reason I notice it is because I don't feel that way when I'm eating a, a, a like fattier diet. Yeah. And I first noticed this years ago when I did zone and I was playing around with my, with my blocks and some people, um, will replace, um, I think it's like you're, you can replace three blocks of carbs with one block of fat. I don't, don't quote me on that. It's been so long since I did zone. I don't remember, but I used to basically like for the majority of my meals, I would take out all my, I would just burn up all my carbs. <laughs> Um, I would not do any carbs. It's so hard not to it's say so that. It's so hard not yeah. to talk about Regina George when you talk about carbs. Um, <laughs> just You're just running on water weight. Um, you're going to just drop three pounds like that. Uh, 
I would replace all my carb blocks with fat blocks and I just felt better and I thought like, oh, this is great and I just kind of naturally would do that. And so anyway, long story short, when keto kind of came back up recently, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give this a shot. Once again, I don't think for any single person out there, unless you have some serious restrictions, like health restrictions, or you know that you are very prone to disordered eating patterns and therefore cannot be restrictive in any way with your diet, I don't think there's any harm. And in fact, I would encourage people to try stuff out. Like there's, that's the other thing too, that I feel like when people, when we first talked about keto, people were like, don't be promoting this. Like, you know that your listeners are just going to like jump on whatever bandwagon you think they are, like you right. tell them to, first of all, we know better than that. You guys are smarter than right. that. Right. But second of all, this is not like, it's not like if you eat keto for a week, suddenly like you're never going to eat a carb again in your life. Regardless. I'm done. I'm done with disclaimers. You guys are smart. You're listening. Right. It's not a big deal. Exactly. So I... Well, the other thing is you've done so many different so diets. So many different things. And I am the type of person... I don't get like emotionally attached to this no, type of stuff. No, you never do. I can I can go in and out in yeah. a very healthy way. Yeah. And I can be very objective about it and I can like... So anyway, I've been eating keto for, I don't know, three or four weeks now. And I'm not super strict about it. I don't track my macros. I'm not... I've done some like... Testing, is it hard for you to not track macros? Do you still think about it? No, not I at have all. like PTSD. I don't think about it at all. <laughs> I okay, that's not true. I I track my carbs only because, but I don't track my fat or protein because uh, there are certain oh, days because right. it only really matters. Right. I mean, it matters also that you don't get too many. Let me back up. I think there are a couple of reasons that you would track your macros during keto, and it's not because you're trying to hit or stay under, you know, or be like, oh, well, I have to hit my numbers. It's more so, um, for me, it's more so like troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't feel good, then I'll go back and like backlog that day and be like, well, what did I eat today? Just so I can kind of, but I'm not tracking as I'm eating. Yeah. Typically at the end of the day, if I'm like, I didn't feel great, then I'll go on backlog and I'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I had so many carbs. Like, oh, I didn't realize I didn't eat enough. Yeah. Um, and then that just helps inform me for the next day. Or if I'm like, man, I'm really craving some sushi. I'll go in and be like, I don't really know off the top of my head how many carbs are in white rice. I have a feeling like the amount of carbs that like surround a roll of sushi are not going to like do me in. Right. But I'll just double check. Right. Um, so for me, it's more informational and I'm not really tracking more like Googling, like just for information. Right. I don't. Yeah. For me, like I, so I just don't get caught up in, I never got caught up in tracking. Yeah. Do you still like uh, think about it? Oh yeah. Really? And I think because of the mindful body challenge that we're doing, we're doing yeah. Claire and I are doing a lot of content and recording for every single day you guys are gonna get a an episode or like a little memo from us. Very similar to the whole thirty. And so that has got me thinking a lot about just what I define health as and yeah. how I have to be totally honest with myself. So I'm trying to be super honest in these voice memos too of just not like being like, oh, you guys, like, let's just be healthy and like be like positive poly. It's just like, it's hard. And so yeah. I've noticed it coming up for me is just like, yeah, like there, even though I haven't tracked in a long time, like there's times where I like, I still have the app on my phone and I'm having a hard time deleting it. Like that to me is like, Got that's it. a hard, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's like, there. That in, it's that's lingering. an indicator. It's, it's lingering. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so when I say that I've been eating keto, what I mean is I, I try to get, usually I average like between 20 to 40 grams of carbs a day. I don't feel like I'm restricting because my body does not crave carbs. Yeah. When I was eating, when I was counting macros, I was texting Joy constantly every day and being like, what do I eat that has carbs in it? Like, I do not crave carbs. Please help me. What All do I do? All the fat, yeah. And Joy would be like, I don't know, I have granola. I'd be like, what that? I don't want granola. Like, yeah, I want like, like an avocado. Right, yeah. And so I do not, I think that's like the root of when I feel like people are like, well, that's just restrictive. I don't feel like I'm restricting. So right. for me, it's not restrictive. Right. Because that's not the experience That's not I'm what you, your body craves, yeah. So I am loving, however, eating cheese. Oh, I loved your snap of uh, snap oh yeah, whatever. my Instagram story Instagram of just eating a block of, of cheese. You, that's so great. Were you just like legit just carving pieces off? Yeah, just eating pieces. You of need cheese. to invite Scott over. He yeah. loves doing that. So now there's this like, there's this place next to us in Longmont called the Cheese Importers. It's oh you told me about this whole building full of nothing but like we adorable like French like what's the word you use tchotchkes tchotchkes it's a building full of tchotchkes and then a separate building full of cheese oh man tchotchkes and cheese is what it should be called tchotchkes and cheese and trademark <laughs> tchotchkes and cheese you're gonna open a competitor yeah, store right next door tchotchkes and cheese oh yeah you need to have us over so, and Scott's gonna be in heaven and even though I'm a little bit lactose intolerant I typically do really well especially with hard cheeses I do fine yeah um so what I 
And then I'm eating a lot of avocados, a lot of nuts, a lot of meat, which we've always eaten a lot of meat, and so that feels good. Um, cooking with coconut oil. Um, I've been doing grass-fed butter and collagen in my coffee. I don't. I can't do MCT. Are you an MCT person? I do like MCT. Just me Herbert. Really? It's not random. That's very random. Yeah. So maybe you just don't need that. Yeah. So I just I bought like a whole thing of it. You can have it. It's like the good stuff, like the bulletproof stuff too. Oh. Gives me heartburn. Weird. It's super weird. Um, Next time we see Sandy, give it to her because she's like. Oh, I should just mail it to her. Loves that I'll, shit. I'll mail it to her because yeah. I've literally used like three tablespoons of it. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I um. I feel like this is like meandering. Long story short, I've no. been keto. I freaking love it. I don't feel hungry. I have amazing energy. I like am giving my body the food that it wants. I'm like loosely tracking, which feels really good to me. You know, tracking only if I feel like I need to troubleshoot something. But other than that, like, I've been sleeping like a rock. My, like, anxiety is easier to manage when my blood sugar isn't swinging back and forth all the time. So I've been having a great time with it. I'm going to keep doing it. We'll keep you guys posted. I'm not going to, like, make it into a big deal because I don't feel like it's a big deal. It just feels like this is what my body has been waiting for me to land on finally. And so, you know, it might change in the future. It probably will. I'll continue to just try stuff. But for now... I just, my body doesn't need carbs. Yeah. Me, personally, Claire Cook, sitting here on this day, does not. not take this to be like, you're telling everyone they don't need to eat carbs. No, right. I, my yeah. body feels good when I don't eat carbs, yeah. so I'm going to stop. Yeah. I'm going to keep eating fat. Thank you. And, and do you think, um, I've been thinking a lot about Rob Wolf lately because he, I, I don't know, I just, I'm always up to, I'm always interested to know like what is the most recent research, and I know he's yeah. very into, right, that's like, like his he's life. the godfather of all that stuff. So. He is, you know, I'm reading his Wired to Eat right now. Oh, so good. I, okay, so I'm not yet to the part where he's, like, talking about, like, the 30-day reset or whatever, like, the 30-day whatever. How people's, like, emotional relationships to food. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that piece, I'm, I'm like, I get it. So I'm having a hard time getting into the book. Because I feel like, is does it get to a point where it, like, explains food stuff? Because I'm having a hard time, like, Yeah, it gets more scientific. Okay. About, like, I, re- I just liked it because I feel like... I hear what you're saying that it's kind of you're kind of like I've already know all this information. I liked it even though I I didn't necessarily feel like I didn't read the whole like the entire carb reset diet part of it because I was like I don't yeah. need to be like I have another diet explained to me. Yeah. But I liked how he talked about. Um, for me, it was just nice to have a lot of the stuff that we've been circling around for the last however long all in one resource. Yeah. I think that's more kind of what I liked about it. Yeah. Not necessarily that I felt like, oh my gosh, this is groundbreaking, but more of like, okay, finally I have this all in one place. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I just bought the Keto Reset Diet book, which is the new Mark Sisson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Right, Mark Sisson? Yeah. And uh, and he he advocates that it's not like you don't have to be in ketosis all the time. No, no, no. Like, right. He's like, he's like, it's less about... It's less about giving yourself a ton of fat and more just about, like, pulling back on your carbs. Okay. And more and more research and more and more anecdotal stuff is coming out. of like, listen, like, if you are, if you're not in a competitive atmosphere, if you're, you know, an active person who's just, like, a healthy, normal human. Yeah. Your body only needs, like, 20 to 50 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. And because... Like, yes, glucose is important, but, like, your liver can make its own glucose. Yeah. Using fat. Like... You don't need you don't need to ingest sugar in order to have blood sugar. Yeah, like that's what your liver's for. So anyway, the, I hate I don't like the fact that it's called the keto reset diet because I think that people it's going to turn people away. Yeah, but it's a but very, it's also going to bring a lot of people. But it's on. also going to bring a lot of people on. Yeah. I know. So I could kind of see. Yeah. But like for the like people from, the from like standpoint, exactly. Yeah. There's a reason for sure. But it the first the majority of the book is actually very informational. It's very much about like what is ketosis, like what is even just like not, you know, what, what's like the benefit of eating a fattier, lower carb, like high fat, low, low carb, moderate protein diet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go see him. He's just like, seems like. I just want to go to Kauai. The, I, he seems like the nicest guy. Yeah. And he's in such good shape. Such I want to live. His, like, I want to live his life. Right. Like, he and just I'm like, you paddle boards me, all day. Right. I'm like, tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. Just climb some trees and eat some nuts. I have a hard time, though, with like the whole he for him. And I think listening to Paleo, the Paleo Women podcast, the Well Fed Women 
they just rebranded, uh, Stephanie Ruper and right, Noel yeah. Tarp. They were talking recently on their show just about like how women's needs are so different. So I think that's where the argument comes in, where people are like super passionate, like about the hormone thing. And keto. Yes, yeah. where I think Stephanie Ruper would really argue like you need carbohydrates yeah. for women. But I think what I struggle with for Mark Sisson is when he kind of starts preaching like how he's like, oh, I just don't really eat until two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, really? Like that? I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. I guess I don't eat until like one or two. You don't eat at all. Like, you just have Bulletproof or what? Yeah, I have, like, I mean, so that's calories. Yeah. So I'll have, like, a tablespoon of butter in my coffee, and then I'll eat lunch at, like, one. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> like, for me, so I think that the other thing that we yeah. wanted to talk about was how, like, you tried keto for, like, a day, and then you threw up oh, because yeah. you needed. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, that's, like, so funny. It's different uh, for okay, everyone. Okay, and I just also want to preface, like, I say that lightly, because I wasn't, like, oh, I tried keto for a day. Like, no, no, no. everyone will probably be, like, you tried it you for can't a day. Try it for you one day. You can't be, like, you know, objective. Um, but uh, basically, I just kind of by accident, like one day I just had very little carbs. Um, I started my day with a bulletproof latte. Um, and then I just kind of like kept low carbs throughout the day because I was busy. I don't know. It was more of like a situational thing. Right. It wasn't like I was mindfully doing it. But I remember the next day I did a workout and I got so sick afterwards to just a nauseous where my... It was interesting how your body is reacts. It's just like, whoa, my body is so not happy right now. I had to go in the bathroom and I had to lay on the bathroom floor and put my hand in um, cold, water. cold water and just like sit there and just be like, it was just, it was legit one of those moments where you're like, don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up, oh, don't God. throw up. <laughs> and, it, and it passed, but I knew yeah. that that second I had to get carbs right away. So I like crawled into the kitchen oh and I, I mean, it was so, so dramatic. Yeah, it was very dramatic. <laughs> And what's even more weird is the second I was like biting, I was like biting the RX bar and I was like, just chew it, just like get some carbs in. And I was fine. It was the it's weirdest just, thing. Yeah. Everybody's bodies are so different. Like yes. I literally, I will work out in the morning and still not eat until like one. I and just, you're my, fine. Yeah. And I'm totally fine. And in fact, if like that feels good to me, it's not just like I can make it to one. It's yeah. like, I like that legitimately, it feels good right. to me. Right. So, they're multi and in case you guys haven't noticed joy and i have very different body types and metabolisms so what was gonna work for one person is not gonna work for another i just i like for me like this just feels intuitive yeah and i'm not like setting a timer to be like well like i think i said this before when i was eating macros i would have to set a timer to remind myself to eat yeah which feels weird which is super I, I just weird go, i still i still have a lot of conflict around that so let's yeah. let's jump in and segue into our mindful body yeah. challenge because i feel like this kind of fits nicely with like what we're trying right. to do with it so if you haven't signed up yet, you can go on our Instagram um, uh, profile and we have a link there. And then we also have linked it on our Facebook page and we'll make sure to link it again in this episode. But you basically we're getting we're doing 30 days of a challenge that really focuses on your definition of health and what your kind of like a mission statement for your health. And, and kind of the reason for that is not kind of the reason for that is to take yourself out of these very um, specific black and white benchmarks that you may have created for yourself, whether that's a body weight or a PR or a number of days per week you have to work out and take a huge step back for that and say, okay, if you take away like the day-to-day -day noise, what is it you're going for in the long term? And like these short-term goals you set for yourself, have you ever taken a big step back and said, okay, why is this short-term goal important to me? And therefore, like, how can I then... You know, whether that then leads you to making better short-term goals or realizing I don't actually need short-term goals, these are distracting me, or makes you, you know, whatever that is. The, the point of this, and whether you call it your definition of health, like that's kind of what we're calling it, or your health mission statement, whatever that means to you, it's to just kind of to create like a bigger picture. I keep calling it like the North Star yeah. of like, when you say, I want to be healthy, or I want balance, or I want whatever that word is to you like what does that actually mean and I think the the thing that's come up a lot for me recently as we're kind of talking through this challenge is that we've lost sight of what that means for us and so having we're having a really hard time defining it so throughout the whole 30 days I think we also are going to be refining what that means to us the other word that come up came up recently I think just on a, on our Instagram profile someone mentioned the word balance and like yeah, how, like can you talk about balance and like how like 
that some people don't even know what balance means. Right. And I kind of had a, my reaction to it was like, I don't think that exists. And I think it's no. kind of bullshit that everyone's like, just find balance because I really don't think that's a thing. Right, create balance. I don't think that's a yeah, thing. And thing. I don't think we've ever, ever, ever had balance in our life as, a, and somebody, as humans. And um, the She Thrives blog, um, Taylor from the She Thrives yeah. blog, she wrote a, a post that went was circulating a little while ago about, about that and how like, I, you know, kind of that same concept, like there really is no such thing. And I have found that in my own life. Like I've had to realize that you can't, the concept of balance, like you can only have so many buckets. And at the end of the day, like think about if you have, you know, a hundred, you have a hundred percent you're drawing from. Well, if the idea is that you're, is that quote unquote balance is giving a hundred percent to every single thing in your life. You like that's just not possible. You can, yeah. and every time you divide your effort or whatever again, you're just cutting down the. You're just diluting it, and again and again and again and again. And so eventually, balance, quote unquote balance, just becomes overwhelm. Yeah. And you have to like you have to be able to like turn your focus to different things throughout the duration of this process. You can't always be trying to whack-a-mole like when I think of balance I think about like a whack-a-mole situation yeah for where sure. there's so many things on the burner that you can't re- truly focus on any one thing no yeah and I think the the strive for balance like everyone's trying to do this strive for balance and part of me is like you know what it doesn't exist so then you then you feel guilty right because then you're like well I'm totally failing at this balance thing and it's like anyway well, I just so I, I think when I when I think about balance more so I think what you're trying to get to is that bigger picture is like well what does balance look like it means that everything in your life is pointing the same direction yeah and to me that's kind of more what I'm going for is like I want everything in my life to be taking me to where I want to go I want all the arrows to be pointing in the same direction but in order to do that I have to decide like I have to pick my direction right and I think that's what's been so hard for me is I feel like I've been pulling been being pulled in a hundred different directions over the last few years of like well I want to try this well I want to do that well I bet these like this and that have been kind of dictated by other people and I've never taken the time to take a step back and say okay well why, why am I drawn to that? Or why does that feel icky? Or like, why was I able to stick with this and not that? And like, what characteristics of these things are important to me that I can kind of distill down to say, okay, this pointed me in the direction I wanted to go. And that's why I felt good versus this was pointing in the opposite direction. Even though on its face, it still seemed like a quote unquote healthy goal. It wasn't aligned with where I wanted to go. And I just didn't know how to articulate that at the time. Well, you know, what kind of pisses me off? Like, about this whole thing is it makes me also think of what you just said about how macros didn't or how a lot of carbs didn't make you feel good so when people are saying like oh you strive for balance they're set they're setting up a template that's their template exactly they're setting up a template of life that is coming from their biases from their life view um you know like in the therapy world we're very careful not to be like your life should look like this because who are we to tell them what their life should look like so it's almost like you know yeah as two white chicks living in Denver it's like who are we to say this is what your life should look like so in the grand scheme of things it's like balance is like whatever the fuck makes you feel good so if that means like you know different strokes for different folks in relationships if people want to have open relationships or people want to have like work 20 hours a day and they like are energized by work like probably not sustainable long term but maybe that energizes them like who knows but um, I think that's the point is like this is hopefully that are the challenge that we're doing and also just like the direction that we've been talking about so much lately is everything is so situational and so different and we are have become very conscious of the fact that like there there are very few spaces in this industry right now that are saying hey come over here we're creating a space for you to figure out what that means for you like we're not going to try to impose any kind of restrictions on what that could mean and, you know, I think there are some central themes. Like, if you're if you're being honest with yourself about what you truly want, I think within certain, you know, there are themes that are going to come out. Like, ultimately, you probably don't want to feel like crap. Exactly. Like, you don't, you know, like, you're, you're not going to be, con- if you're being honest with yourself in that bigger picture, you're not going to continue to make decisions that are physically unhealthy to the point of, like, alcoholism or, you know, like, that type of thing. Right. And I think that... Um, you know, we, uh, excuse me, um, people kind of always argue about like, well, 
yeah, but there are certain things that are like they're they're black and white. Like you shouldn't do cocaine. You know, whatever like your black and white thing is going to be. And pretty, I pretty uh, yeah. fair that we would say that's probably going to lead down a bad probably path. Probably going to lead down a bad path. Um, if you're being honest with yourself, you probably will agree that that does not point you towards health. But apart from like the really obvious, like this is going to be bad for you 100% of the time, there are very few things, even just in this one example, of like, I'm not going to tell you not to eat carbs because sitting across from me is somebody who I care about who, if she does that, she throws up. Yeah. Or is like about to pass out after yeah. a workout. Or I'm not going to tell you you know, that you have to work out a certain number of times a week because I, as a mom of a two-year-old and like full-time working mom, I cannot, I can't commit to that. So yeah. how do I expect anyone else to commit to that? And I think the other thing too is just like noticing that it's so flexible and it does change so much day to day and week to week and year to year and season to season throughout your life that how can you set yourself up so that whatever it is, whatever direction you're pointing doesn't have to change based on your day-to-day calendar Mm -hmm. yeah I think the the definition of health has got me you know as we're recording all this too and talking about it it's uh just so obvious that what we're wanting to do throughout this challenge throughout these 30 days is to kind of set you up with patterns that you're going to keep using for the rest of your life so with health for me it's like okay I have to really think about what health means for me and and the things that are getting in the way of that but um I think we've been just fed so much information of like kind of rigidity and with anything like working out, you have like this, it's automatically you think rigid. You think, oh my gosh, I have to like go to all these classes or I have to like work out such and such times a week and personal trainers that are like in your face and like telling you to eat these good foods or whatever, or just like the certain diet of the week where you're like, oh, I have to follow these rules. And then it's just like, it's not sustainable. Like the whole goal that we want to focus on for this challenge is sustainability and longevity. And I like the question that we've been answering on some of our voice memos is like looking at yourself in your, like, as you're getting older, as an older person, what is that look like to you right when you're 90 what's gonna matter to you and I looked probably not your abs no and I was thinking no and I was thinking back and I'm like oh my gosh like if I'm in my 80s 90s I do want to be one of those like badass older women that's just like gardening every day making cookies for everyone and I'm not at all worried about like what size pant I wear no you know like it's so weird it's so weird yeah when you take like the longer and like that's kind of that is a little bit of an extreme but even if you just take a step back it's like at the end of the day would you rather look a certain way or would you rather feel a certain way and you maybe you don't have to choose necessarily but I think that for most people the the focus there can only like the tandem focus can only go so far and eventually you get to the fork in the road where if you have if you continue to prioritize the way that you look you have to diverge from also prioritizing the way that you feel yeah it's it's really hard and like where how far can you maybe the question also is like for some people how far can you take it until you do get to that fork in the road how do you find that fork in the road where you still feel healthy and feel like you look like a badass and like you know because you, you also don't we talk about this also, like, it's also doesn't have to be one or the other. No. And it's not one or the other. No. You know, typically if you're making, if you're making decisions that make you feel good, your body is going to reflect that and you are going to look the way you want to. And it's going to, you know, it's going to inform one of the, one or the other. And I think that's the thing is like, we want it to be full circle. We don't want it to be like one factor way out in front. No. Yeah. So it's, it'll be fun. I think we're going to learn a lot about ourselves along the way. I don't think there's going to be, you know, as I was saying in some of the voice memos as we're recording is like, this is going to be a learning process for all of us of just like how it goes and how we're feeling throughout the 30 days. But do you have um, something like an example you can give of something that's gotten in the way of your definition of health? Because that's one of our questions. Yeah. I think for me, um, a big one is my kind of like an all or nothing mentality and feeling like you know and especially in this current phase in my life because I can't commit 100% to certain things that then I just shouldn't even worry about it yeah and that I think I had this mentality especially around like working out where I was like well if I can't make it to the gym three or four times a week then like why even go right or if I can't um, if I'm going to be you know stopping at a drive through 
even once a month, why not just do it every night at that point? You know, it's like I very much have can can get that all or nothing mentality. Yeah. It's, and like especially when I, I think I this is a little bit of a tangent, but you know, there's that me that quote that floats around on the on Instagram all the time. That's like. Um, try instead of I don't have time try saying it's not a priority and see how that feels I'm like bullshit yeah I hate like, that ugh. I hate almost every quote now yeah. that's a meme on the internet because I'm just like quotes. yeah but it's like listen there is such a thing as not having enough time there is such a thing as prioritizing sleep yeah like the, that the concept behind that quote to me is like just so simple minded of like congratulations you like uh, yeah, it's that goes back to that thing of like that's it's coming from someone else's psyche and it's coming from someone else's life. Yeah, who they have like you can't always shift your factors. No, and like yes, okay, at the root of it, I am prioritizing certain things over other things. But those things that I'm prioritizing are a paycheck, sleep, time with my family. Like those to me are in a completely different playing field yeah. than working out yeah. or you know being an entrepreneur or whatever that other thing might be. And it's like. Just, but the concept behind that quote is just so guilt-laden of, like, you should feel guilty for yeah. not prioritizing these other things. It's just like, ugh. Well, it's like so, that, that thing you posted on Instagram the other day where you're like, I went to work out and I'm trying not to feel guilty of, right. like, being away from miles in the evening for this one night. Like, yeah. it's not going to be harmful. But you just, that's something you just chose. Right. But, and I oh, is it. your family not a priority? Right. Like, it's like, oh, do you love power cleans more than your son? And, like... <laughs> Clearly not. People like how ridiculous is and that? I don't, you know, I don't think anybody in our world. I know, but still, that, but yeah. like that's where my mind goes. Of people like, well, if I'm making pants. this choice, yeah. then that must, you know, mean anyway. Yeah. And I don't think, and like, I don't think anyone else would think that about me. But that's where I start to go with myself. Of like, well, by making this choice, I'm prioritizing working out over spending time with my family, and at the end of the day, like one of the big things that I think about a lot is like, I never want to look back on my life and think. I didn't spend enough enough time with my family. Yeah. And, but I also don't want to look back on my life and be like, I completely lost who I was. Yeah. And so once again, there's a balance there. And like, if you, there's, it's not black and white. Like some days I'm going to make one decision. Other days I'm going to make another decision. Yeah. But as long as it's always pointing in the same direction, like I'm not going to obsess over the day to day choices. I'm going to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, do I feel like I'm spending enough time with my family? Do I feel like I know who I am? Like, which you know which like side of the coin is it gonna land on yeah anyway yeah so mine was uh just seeing social media that takes me away from my definition of health because that's a hard thing for me i fall into the trap of comparison a lot and uh there's really nothing else but i mean i go into more detail but you guys are just gonna have to sign up for the uh mindful body challenge because it's gonna be really thought-provoking and maybe a little frustrating because it has us thinking a lot outside of the realm of like what you should eat today yeah um anyway so uh segueing back over to funny things sure can we talk about the funny um secret man cam yes secret spouse cam secret Secret partner cam how did that start by the way uh somebody in our facebook group okay so we have this long so great yeah and we i know we always reference it there's this facebook group that we created back in like 2014 with a group of girls who we did like our very first challenge with and it's just maintain which by the way if you do the um, mindful body challenge you do also get access to a Facebook group which they're so fun but and if you don't have Facebook that's fine but we have a lot of fun with this Facebook group and it's just maintain and so we always it's kind of like a, a, it's like what, what I wish Facebook all of Facebook was yeah where it's like people posting like real stuff but also just like funny crap about their lives and one of them was a post about someone's husband who like got like gotten a little injury and where they are like really like milking it and, you know, we always kind of joke about the man flu. Man and, flu, yeah. And so it was just kind of a leap off from man flu. So then we started talking about, like, we should have, a like, a candid camera show. Of, of like, the things that they're... Of the, just the, the things, things that, that spouses yeah, do that are, like... Like a picture of Brandon with, like... The toilet paper toilet in his paper nostrils. up his nose. Yeah. So... Oh. No, I don't want to out her husband. I'll edit that um, out. Bloop, 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 bloop. So this girl posted a photo, and it was, like, a secret... It was like a yeah. Like it was it was totally cam, like, like just a secret cam of like what he was doing that was like so dramatic about his ailment. Yeah. And we were just laughing so hard. So then I, oh, I. She was like, uh, I can't. So she then we was, all yeah. kind of like chimed in and started. Po- anyway, it turned into like the funniest thing. So I was like, okay, if you have a photo of your partner doing something that's like it's like 
the biggest eye roll. Like, this yeah. is not a big deal. Please stop being a Please send it to us in queen. secret. We won't share it, but we think it's the most or hilarious. Or send it. Um, if you, you know, if you want to publicly call out your, your partner. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But it was just so funny. So if you, but I think it's, it's always nice. Like, Brandon always kind of. He's like, you know, I don't know how I feel about, like, you enjoy constantly texting about, like, all the crap that me and Scott do. And I'm like, you know what, Brandon? This is, like, this is why I still love you. Is because This I'm is able why to, we stay married. It's because I'm able to text Jess and Joy about it and be like, hey, my husband's doing this. And you're like, oh, my God, my husband does the same thing. And that way I'm like, okay, this is normal. I, You aren't just, like, miserable. Like, yeah. we're not just, like, sitting over here hating each other. Like, yeah. this is what all marriages are like. Like, to have some humor. Yeah thrown on like, it oh my gosh feels everyone really feels good about their husband yeah not exactly just like me in a deep dark hole thinking that this is ridiculous that you're doing this and i can't believe that you would ever yeah yeah it's who like, was it somebody was like i forget who said this line but it was one of the, it was like yeah there are some of those things where it's like if you ever want to have sex again please stop doing that <laughs> like, if you ever want me to find you sexy ever again um i laughed so hard at i love when they do like the best tweets of whatever oh my god for, like, i love them yes so there was like a list on best marriage buzzfeed or something it was like the best marriage tweets and it was all by women and it was so funny because one of them was um if you've never rage folded laundry yeah then you've never been married yeah, or have like, kids. If, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've rage folded laundry. And I'm like, I get so much done when I'm pissed off at You're him because folding? I rage fold laundry funny. or I put the dishwasher. I empty oh, the dishwasher. I, I rage clean out the refrigerator. Oh, that's a good one. I'm like, oh, I can't believe you just put your gross Tupperware's back in here. I rage <sighs> clean out the refrigerator. Yeah. But like, I'm whenever, right now, I'm like, I can do that. And I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But anytime we get in a fight, like even during the fight, I will yeah. rage dishwash. Load it and or unload That's it. So funny, yeah. As I, we're talking, and I'm like, I'm so productive in this fight right now. Um, the one that I loved out of that was I. You're, I'm never more scared than when I tell my wife we're not out of something and she goes to look for it. <laughs> like, oh, that's Brandon's life. <laughs> totally see you doing that. Brandon's like, we're out of this, and I'm like, I think I don't think we are, and I go to look for are it. Are we? Are we? Or he says we're not out of it, and I'm like, I don't think I've seen it in a while. And I go to look for it, and he's like, okay, okay. God. That's one of like our our like same old shit fights that we always have of like. If we run out of something and he doesn't say something, it drives me crazy. So I'm like, if we're out of like something that we use every day, you need to tell me because I will go get some rather than the next time I go to use it and it's gone. And he's like, oh yeah, I finished that. I forgot. And I'm like, say something. You weren't allowed to just like finish the you know jelly or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the, what is it? And I'm not going to go into the stereotype, but it really is funny that like yeah. if. He doesn't see it. I'm like, how do yes, you not? They don't see where's it. Where's the butter? I'm like, it's right in front of you. I don't understand that. Um, so my new <laughs> marriage hack, speaking of marriage, yes. my new marriage hack that I found yesterday was to not ask follow-up questions. And let me give you an example. So, um, <laughs> give you an example. So yesterday uh, I had run some errands and I came back. And there's times when, like, I love when, like, I love Scott, like, kind of will arrange his weekend to like know what I'm doing so we can like make plans together which always kind of feels weird to me because I'm always like are you like what are you doing this we all like we all have to figure out what we're doing for the weekend to like make right. sure we have I enough know, time I know what are you talking about like he always has a plan and you're like I don't know I don't know let's like, just so, like like just, just go have a weekend like, have a weekend he always wants he's like what are we doing now now what are we doing I guarantee you I guarantee you the question I will get when I come home today he'll go so what, do you want to do the rest of the what are we doing now yeah. which is why I love football season what do you season. want this weekend to look like yeah what are we doing with this? Um, what are we doing is with this? what's the plan for I this? I love football season because I don't have to like hey, worry. There you go. Your I'm Sunday like, afternoons I'm are taken care of, and I get to like go do whatever I want. Yeah. God bless him. I love like hanging hey, out with like my husband, funny, right? but I just don't have to worry about a plan. Yeah. I've always hated plans on the weekends. I've always like hated committing to things because I'm like I want my weekends to just be like whatever I want to do. Anyway, so I come home yesterday and he's like. Um, he wants to get a new television and a new like um, TV stand, whatever, um, entertainment center, whatever. Yeah, because yours is huge, right? Yeah, it so we like want to like take yeah. it down because it's pretty large, and so we want to like minimalize, minimize, minimalize, minimize. And I was like, well, um, you know, I'm just gonna go run some more errands or whatever. And he's like, so I, he starts telling me about how like the, what his plan to whenever he's got a plan, 
he like has to present it to me almost like a PowerPoint because he knows like he knows that I'm like this. He knows that I'm like about to bolt. So what he does is he does all the research ahead of time and then presents it to me like on this silver platter. That's great. It is really great. And I'm kind of a bitch for not take you know, for not acknowledging that all the time. But he's like, Oh, so I want to get this entertainment center and I I'm just like no. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready for all I can think, Yeah, all I can think of is like he's gonna spend all day first presenting it. Second, we're gonna have to go find it, and then I'm gonna have to help him like install it, and it's gonna be this whole thing. So like, there goes my, my Sunday. There goes my Sunday. And so the marriage hack is that I don't ask any follow-up questions. You're not like, oh, let me see what you're thinking. So what is it? Like, what's your idea? He's like, so I'm thinking of da 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 da, and I'm like, great. And I just like go to the bathroom. So I do like marriage hack on top of marriage hack. So I hide in the bathroom for a little bit, right. hoping it like diffuses <laughs> the follow-up questions. So and I say, just you just acknowledge like that's a great idea, a great and then idea. you just move on. And I move on, and that's then awesome. I pretend like I'm so busy that I got I like saying this out loud. I feel like I'm the worst wife ever. Like this is like the worst. And then I come around. Marriage, and I'm like, Joy's favorite marriage hack. Just lie. Just lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do have the best husband in the world. Like, yeah, you have to manage your your well projects, and it's also very reactive for me. Yeah. So it's like a reactive thing where I'm just like, oh god, I go to this place where it's going to take all day, and then I go to the bathroom and I calm down. I was like, you know what? This is very important to him. Right. I'll hear what he has to say. But yeah, it's really funny. You need to be prepared uh, to take it. You can't just like have it thrown at you. Not like, thrown at me. Yeah, I know where this is going. But yeah, so plus. my the way that I so because Brandon does something similar where he will like if he wants to like sit, he's very detail oriented and I'm really not, and so if he wants to talk through something, it'll like we will get into it like he, we'll just get into it forever. And so he started saying like, "Hey, are like are you in a place where we can talk about this for a little while?" And then I'll be like, "No, let's talk about it in 20 minutes." Oh, and then I can like I like that. Yeah, so he'll say like, "Hey, are you in a place where we can talk about our couch, which we still haven't bought, by the way? We still don't have any any like seating in our living room." Um, anyway. Just put a bunch of piles of clothes around. Yeah, it's fine. Brandon um, will feel just like home. Yeah, feel at home. Um, but that's nice because sometimes it's like, no, I'm not in a place where I want to talk about that right now. Let's talk about it tonight or, you know, never. <laughs> I like that. Okay, I'm going to read an email from Kelly who I met her. We met her at the CrossFit Open oh, yeah, um, yeah. announcement. Yeah. And then I went to dinner with her the following night, yeah. and she's just the sweetest. So this is from Miss Kelly. Uh, she says, hi, Joy and Claire. Today I listened to your interview on the Brute Strength podcast, and I was struck by what Claire said about being afraid of not being taken seriously. I've heard her say it before, but for some reason today it made me want to reach out. So I'm sitting in front of my computer on the eve of my 35th birthday. Happy birthday, Kelly, to let you know what an impact you've had on my life these last four years. I started CrossFit four years and one week ago, shortly after I searched for all the CrossFit things. You know how it goes. I started at episode one and caught up, and I have not missed one since. It's a very aggressive, like... Cocktail shaking. Cocktail shaking going on in the background, and it's kind of awesome. Double-fisted cocktail. It's like yeah. maraca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Drink, drink, drink. Okay. It's 10 in the back, morning. Back to the email. Um... Uh, a few years in, Claire got her level one and then joy. And then me. I thought about everything you said about what you learned and decided I wanted in on the excitement. I've been coaching at my box for almost two years now, and I'm there because you motiva- made it, motivated me to try. I'm, most importantly, these last few months, I have been on the struggle bus. I fell off the workout and nutrition wagon and was really down on myself for it. I went to the 17.5 announcement with two of my gym BFFs and was so excited and nervous that I might be able to meet you guys. Luckily, I did. I fangirled and called you over like a creeper to take a picture, and you were nothing but awesome. It was, You guys just... Ask us. We are, we will take photos. <laughs> we are not that big of a deal. No, no. That we will refuse a photo ever. No. We think we get just as much of a kick out of it as you do. Exactly. And we're just as nervous. As yes. You are. Totally. Totally to not, nervous. Like, be a freak. Mm-hmm. The next day, Joy reached out and invited me to dinner. So I drove the ninety minutes back to Ma- up to Madison and had a great chat with her over a drink and met some awesome girls from Madison over dinner. I totally remember that night, by the way, and it was so fun. Uh, I, that was Joy saying that. Okay, back to Kelly. During our chat, we talked about macros, her struggles and recovery, and she gave me some advice. I did end up trying to count macros. I made it about a month and then heard you both talk about that, listening to your body. So I did and realized that even though I was losing some weight and performing a little better at the gym, my belly wasn't happy. I was forcing myself to eat more. See, Claire? Uh, Like you need convincing. 
The kind you convinced me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that it wasn't... It, it, uh, I was forcing myself to eat more than my body wanted, and emotionally, that wasn't a good thing for me. That was about the time that the body image conversation started blowing up, and I listened. I listened to Joy's persistence that the image is bullshit if you aren't healthy inside. I listened to Claire rationalize with herself about not being able to work out consistently, different struggles, but both resonated with me because I've always struggled with food and motivation towards physical activity. I wasn't alone. Throughout all the struggles I've had, all the ups and downs with my weight, inconsistencies and in being able to get to the gym, you both helped me realize it's okay. Joy has said many times before that missing a few days at the gym isn't going to make a difference in the grand scheme of things, and that has helped me go a little easier on myself. This morning I heard Claire say something along the lines of, why go to the gym when you can jump around and pretend to be a monkey? I think that's perfect. <laughs> Miles is lucky to have you. So basically I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for your indirect support in me on my journey. Thank you for making me laugh at wall balls. No. Thank you for helping me try to learn to trust myself when it comes to food. I'm still not quite there, but I'm on my way. Most of all, thank you for instilling in your community that the image is bullshit if you aren't healthy on the inside. And it's even more bullshit if you're an asshole. So just be nice. <laughs> Can that be a new tagline? Yeah. <sighs> it so, is. so yeah, thanks for not being assholes and for doing what you do. It makes a difference. And trust me, you're taken seriously. Aww. Kelly, that I just wanted great. to read that. A, because I met her and she's so nice and so sweet and B I just want to thank everyone who's written us because those emails still keep coming in and I feel yeah. like with everyone we're just so happy that you're sharing your journey with us and, and just it, trust us with that yeah and it enforces that there aren't enough people having this conversation and by no means do we think that we're the only ones talking no. about this we know that we're not but it's clear that there aren't enough people that the conversation this is still in the minority of saying it does not matter what you look like if you feel like crap it does not matter what you look like if you're not a good person like prioritize feeling good and being a good person and then what you look like will follow will fall into place yeah and your workouts will fall into place or not and your nutrition will you know what you like if you just are true to who you want to be at your core that stuff will those details are not important and I think the mindful body challenge is so again what we want you guys to practice is like getting to that place of like just trust us like even if you don't trust yourself for 30, for 30 days can you just trust us for this 30 days to like yeah. let go of some of the things you've been so tied and to if you want to keep counting macros collapse. if you want to keep counting macros or if you want to do a whole 30 in the meantime like that's fine hopefully in the meantime you will and like we both had great experiences on the whole 30 yeah and if you want to you know you can do whatever you want coming into this yeah you can be a breatharian you can go on an all-carb diet like regina george you can do whatever you want i'm not an all-carb diet i'm not an all-carb diet and the, the point is not to tell you what to do or what not to do. The point is to, to let give you the tools to ask the questions, is what I'm doing what I need to be doing? Yeah. Anyway. How do you like your new gym? It's, I, you know. There's a little bit of hesitation. It's just I'm a new, you know, it's new. We haven't been there for that long. Okay. Um, It's just, ha it's yet. hard, like, switching gyms again. Hopefully we'll be there for a while because we're not going to move again, maybe ever. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, we're, it's, we're just getting getting used to it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've only, I've only gone, been going there for now for like two or three, I've only gone like maybe five times. But it's great. I like it so far. The people are great. I have been doing a lot of Fitwall. Shout out to Fitwall Highlands because uh, I've just been trying to, oh no, sorry. I was just, I was just kicking your chair. Claire. No, you're fine. Oh, um, I've been, I've been trying to kind of do different things just to play around with stuff, right? Like walks on the weekends instead of feeling like I have to go right. work out like crazy and just seeing how I feel and playing around with different stuff and just not being so rigid. It's all about going with the flow. But I really like I really like Fitwall and this is the stupidest type A thing of me, but they start right at five thirty and they end right at six ten. Like the start and stop is right. like I know exactly what time my workout starts. That's they have so it timed. Funny. Yeah. So it's like on a video, but then the instructor's like doing the movements for you, like to kind of give right. you examples of what you should do. But it's like pre-recorded even. So, so it's like completely all so laid it's out. All laid out, and like it even has a countdown. Like they're like workout starts in 30 seconds, and it's like time to start right at 5:30, which I love. There's nothing 
more annoying to me than like going to the gym and they right. don't start till like 5.45 and they like, roll out for 15 I get out minutes. I'm like, yeah. this is so annoying. I get annoyed when we end late. I'm like, I got shit to do. I got shit to I gotta do. I got to go to work. And that's the other thing. I love like, I get a good workout in. It's 40 minutes from yeah. start to stop. And then you're out the door and I'm home by like 6.30. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So. Um, and we're going to do City Surf next weekend with oh Julie Bauer. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to I try that. I haven't wanted to do City Surf. Will you explain what City yeah, Surf is? Yeah, so City Surf is like this kind of boot camp slash Pilates slash kettlebell slash resistance bands um, workout. But you do it on this stand-up paddle board that's on a base that kind of is like a balance board. So it has the extra added, you know, kind of element of like you're standing on a surfboard sort of feeling. Yeah. And I... You guys might not know this about me, but I was obsessed with surfing. Obsessed. Have I talked about I think I've talked about this before in the podcast. Yes. Obsessed with surfing until I was, like, in college. To the point where I had, like, surf posters all over my room. I wanted to be a surfer so bad. Spoiler alert, I've only ever lived in Colorado. This dream was not going to come true for me. But, so, doing this is, like, bringing together all my loves, which are apparently boutique fitness and pretending that I can surf. <laughs> um, so... I wanted to do it for so long. And finally, I texted Joy and Julie and was like, can we just go do this next weekend? And I'm really looking forward to going with you guys because no one's going to like even look at me because I'll be like, look at Joy and Julie being all badass. And like the third person is, I'm just going to blend in with my like, and we're going to like a core blast yeah. class, which I have no core. So it's going to be great. Well, I'm like really excited because I, I love, I love being challenged, like kind of yeah. having my ass kicked where I'm stuff, excited. Be stuff like that. It'll where be I'm, like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be so like baby bird legs because I'm so not used to doing those movements. It's kind of like when I did um, the cycle classes with the bikes that move. Oh, yeah. Though, I mean, they're not even 10 minutes in, and I was like, when is this over? Yeah. It was awful. I'm excited. I think it'll be so fun. So awful. Yeah. Okay, what else do we have coming up? We have uh, registration for, oh, are you getting hot? It's like, like so yeah, sweaty. I think I'm getting sunburned just yeah. standing here. But we, we just got we into a... Uh, next to you. All right, we're almost done here, but... Um, I hope you've liked this episode of Girls Gone Wild in the Wad. Girls Gone Wild in the Wild? Girls Gone Wild Wild? Oh, no. All right. So um, if you haven't signed up for the Mindful Body Challenge, yes. the link is... Um, I should have pulled this up two yeah. seconds ago before I started. Well, it's in our Instagram it. bio. It's in our Instagram, but in case you don't have Instagram, lurongliving.com forward slash girls gone wad 17. Lurong is L U R O N G living.com forward slash girls gone wad 17. We are doing it in partnership with Lurong. Basically, we're hosting it on their platform. So we're really excited to work with them. Um, we give you guys like a central portal to check in and keep up to date and have all the information right there. Tons and of extra content, tons of journal You're going to get emails prompts. every day, you're yep. going to get a Facebook group, you're going to get a Google Hangout. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. It's going to be a ton of joy and Claire time, which yes. we know you want. Maybe. No, for some reason, you guys still reason. want that. And then keep an eye out for Camp Wild Child Registration in November. We're going to keep pimping that because that's going to oh, be yeah. fun. Like oh, Black Friday-ish. So excited. Yes. Okay, guys. All right. I think that's I it. We had a great, great, Thursday. great Sunday uh, recording this. We um, This is really fun. I love this little uh, central market that we're at. Maybe we should do a, like a Girls Gone Watch meetup recording and everyone can come have coffee and record with us here in Denver. All right, that's it for this week, and we'll see you next time. Bye.